Okay, hello. Hi, everyone. Back again. Mm-hmm. With the ones and twos. Mm-hmm. And get this all over. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Kanye West song. <laughs> that workout, whatever. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, God. It has nothing to do with our topic. But <laughs> that's, that's what I... That was... Mm-hmm. That's what came to the spirit. So, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Oh, my God. Um, so... Go ahead, let them know what are we gonna talk about today. So today we're talking about um, masculine and feminine energy mm-hmm. and how it affects us. Yeah, how it affects us in our lives, how it affects us every day. Like, um, and you know what? I'm gonna be completely honest. I truly didn't know about masculine and feminine energy Not until until I went to therapy. I think I um, I literally heard about that because of a video and. Mm-hmm. So, to me, like, I heard of a video, and it's crazy that you heard of it in therapy, but, like, later I was, like, scrolling through, like, a, you know, those Instagram videos or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, there was, like, this podcast, it, it looked like it was a group of people, um, <clears throat> it was, like, um, these, like, women and men, so it's, like, they're having, like, debates and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and the guy asked one of, like, asked the panel of girls, saying, okay, I have a question for you guys, like, for you, for you girls, whatever, like why are y'all always so angry and like mm-hmm. i don't know about you but i always felt like it when somebody was like why are you always so so mad all the time so i'm offensive. instantly, I'm instantly yeah. offended I'm you asked me that i'm like what what the fuck I'm you even now. mean yes like why you even say like what do you mean <laughs> i'm mad but like you know and so like that's the mm-hmm. reaction that the women had on the show and mm-hmm. the man was like see we can't even ask a question like you guys are always so defensive mm-hmm. over whatever and so like these women started talking about like feminine and masculine energy and i've never heard of that before like, mm-hmm. i knew like and then in my mind it went straight to like uh a person like acting feminine and then a person acting masculine like to me obviously it went to like men and women mm-hmm. right like feminine women masculine men so mm-hmm. i'm just thinking like machismo like mm-hmm. what, what was the whole like background on that mm-hmm. so this girl literally has said um you know you everybody always asks us like why are you guys so mad why are you guys so defensive like, but we're not we just had to put up this we literally had to be strong at every single point in time mm-hmm. because they had no other choice mm-hmm. like these were like black single women um some of them mom that were like talking on this like podcast mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. and they were just saying like things like you know like you know i had to be strong because i had no choice like mm-hmm. I'm a single black mom and I like I have to can I don't want like I get I'm getting no help from anybody like mm-hmm. I have to be independent I have to show my kids that I'm strong even when I'm not feeling strong mm-hmm. and then I think the guy kind of asked the question like well when did does when does that like stop mm-hmm. like when do you stop being so independent and so angry at black men essentially that's what their question was uh-huh. And they just, like, said, like, you know, I'm not mad at black men, you know, but I'm just saying, like, I'm going to stop whenever a person comes into my life and Mm -hmm. I no longer have to put up my guard. I I am, it's like, a woman could be submissive for the right person. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, something in my head blew because I was like. Oh my god! I totally agree with that. Because to me, you know, like Mm -hmm. how I am, like I'm always been like I could do my own shit. I don't need nothing. Mm -hmm. All of this, even though, like, I feel like my husband 
like if I need it, he'll get it mm-hmm. kind of stuff, you know. But like I'm always like, no, I could got I got it. Don't matter. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like I didn't like you know, if you find the right person to be submissive with, and she even said it like not submissive, like I'm gonna do whatever you want or whatever, mm-hmm. but submissive where it's like, now I'm gonna take a step back and I'm gonna let you lead. Like I'm gonna let you lead the family, I'm gonna let you lead me because I trust you and I feel like you're going to do the right choices. And I'm not on guard thinking like, oh, this man's going to fuck me over. Or this mm-hmm. man is like two-timing me. Or this man is doing that or mm-hmm. this. Whatever. It's like, so then it's something clicked on me and I'm like, oh my God. Like, that's fucking, like, I never thought of it that way. I thought mm-hmm. like, to me, submissive was more so like, you're doing whatever the other person wants no matter what no No matter matter what what, regardless of your emotion regardless if you don't want to do it kind Mm -hmm. of thing and so like to me it's like i don't want to fucking do that like you know Mm -hmm. so me growing up it's just always been like a different perspective Mm -hmm. of that you know but like that video is what like kind of like sparked up like what is feminine and masculine energy for me i really didn't understand until i seen it from their point of view and then I started researching shit and stuff, you know? I think it has a lot to do with our our upbringing as well. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. think it has a lot to do with our upbringing and how our parents raised us in the same way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I feel like I truly didn't tap into my feminine energy until recently. Until, truly, until recently. Because I feel like I've been in a masculine energy since I was little. Because I was always on guard. I always felt like I had to protect myself. I always felt like I had to protect myself because nobody was protecting me. Yeah. And I feel like I I had to do that in a sense. And I feel like I was like that my whole life. Like, I protect myself and I protect people I love. Like, yeah. if, if, if you know one thing about me... If I love you, I'm going to stand up for you. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what. And I feel like that's just something that I have always had. And I feel... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. I feel like... When I was... Uh, I feel like being a young mom, I had to be in my masculine energy because I was the only one there. Like, I didn't have no one to depend on, so I had to do it myself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Instead of... so. It was just this independence. And I was just sharing with Isabel, like, I have learned that when you are super independent, super duper, I forget, uh, high independence, it's a form of trauma. Yeah, I read some... I think I seen, like, a little, like, video or something like that on TikTok Mm -hmm. that talked about that. Like, Mm -hmm. being too independent means that you have, like, trauma because being afraid of not depending on anybody. Mm -hmm. So you... Always feel like you got to do yourself. Yeah. So that's that like you like I just remember that right now that you said that. My therapist when I very first very first started therapy my therapist had sent me this this link. She's like read it. She's like we'll talk about it in our next session. So I read it and I was like I just ugly cried because I was like damn dude this is this is me. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy when you see something and it just hits you. It's like damn like, I was so independent because mm-hmm. I just didn't have no other help. I just didn't have no one else to run to. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I feel like I, and I just feel like that masculine energy always was just me being on guard. And you know all what's the time. crazy to me? Because, like, to me, I feel like you've always been so feminine. Like, mm-hmm. and I, 
And your your independency, I always saw it as that being mm-hmm. an independent woman, mm-hmm. you know. And there's nothing. And trust me, we know that there's nothing wrong with being no, an independent woman. Not at all. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. But there's also there's something so sweet about tapping into your feminine energy. Can't so, wait to do that. There's something so sweet, and I'm speaking from my own perspective because I feel like at 35, I feel like I've maybe just recently been tapping into that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like. It's cool to sit back and enjoy that because it's like, damn, dude, I never had this before. And mm-hmm. Isabel's right. I am. I am a feminine woman. Like I love florals. I love dressing up. I always you love, love looking your nice. Hair. I like, do love yes. looking nice, but I also feel like my inward, my in. How do you say? My inner me mm-hmm. was very. Maybe you say like my inner Nina. I don't know. Was mm-hmm. very masculine. Yeah, you because, know? you know, they say, like, masculine energy is, like, a protector and mm-hmm. logic. It's yeah. more the doing than the yeah. being. You know, I just read that in Google. <laughs> I mean, it is. It you know, because really I had to think about, like, okay, when we were talking about, like, okay, this is what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, let me look up, like, what really does that mean? You know, yeah. just to, like, go based off of that. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, and I and I get it. Like, I, um... I get what you're talking about with, like, the whole, like, feminine, like, and masculine thing. I always just saw it as independent towards mm-hmm. you because um, you were very independent. And then at the same time, you were um, very feminine, you know, because you love, like, um, cooking for, like, your family and cooking for yeah. your husband or your man or whomever, like, mm-hmm. your significant other is at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm, like, the complete opposite. And I you know? agree I agree with Isabel. I feel like a man that is worthy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to explain that in a second. But a man that is worthy of those qualities of being submissive, like, a woman will do it for you mm-hmm. without hesitation, mm-hmm. without grudging. Like, I feel like if a woman truly loves you and she respects you as her man, as her husband, she's going to do, like... Other, she's gonna do things for yes. you without being asked to do them. Yeah, and it's gonna be like out of love, out of like mm-hmm. for real, like what they need. But like, also <clears throat> like you can be a motherfucker that's lying all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like this person has to truthfully like feel loved by them. Like, you know, you what can't I mean? treat your girl like a slime. You can't be a slime and treat your girl like shit and expect, expect her to treat you like exactly. like a fucking king. Like, I'm There's sorry. There's no fucking There's way. No, ain't no way. There's no way. Ain't like, no way. You know, and, like, me just, like, speaking from experience, like, you know, like, at the beginning of our season two, like, we mentioned, like, just, I just, like, having, like, those issues in my marriage and stuff. And so there's a lot of things that me and my husband need to work through. Like, and I, and I now just starting to realize, like, I'm, like, you know, I'm, like, man, I just, I want to, like, be able to be like, this is what I want to do for my husband and stuff like that. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of things in me that mm-hmm. I had to forgive first because those things are not letting me become like submissive to like my husband in that way because there's things that I'm still hurt about, like things that happened like a long time, a long time ago, ago. Yeah. you know, and like, and I should be able to let go of that. But like, sometimes, like the way that I heal from things like that, like it's just taking me time, mm-hmm. you know, and so to me, it's like, I want to be, like, I want to be, um, now I want to be this feminine person where it's like, 
hey, you want you want to fucking take care of that? Then take care of that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, because, one, I'm, like, tired of working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I always been, like, you know, like, my cousin for, th- for, yeah. my th- for Thanksgiving, my cousin was like, you know what, Isabel, what I like about you is, like, you're just such a feminist. Like, you just be like, mm, can't nobody tell me what to do. Like, I'm going to do it for myself. Isabel has and- always been like that. <laughs> Ever since oh, I've known her. <laughs> She'd be like, can no man tell me what to do no except man. my dad and even him. And even him. <laughs> and even my dad would be like, I mean, if you have time. Exactly, papi. You already know. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, but you know who told me that? Both of them. My yeah. dad was always like, you know, like, don't do shit for no man that they don't deserve. Which is crazy because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll put a little bit of my parents out. But, like, my dad got hella baby mamas. Like... I got hellos have siblings, so like you, you like it's crazy that he tells me that, but maybe he tells me because he is a man and he's been like, he you know, he he's just men. been like, uh-huh. you know, he's been shitty at, at like when he was young and stuff like that, and he probably don't want that shit to happen to me, kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know. And my mom's more like, you need to work, you need to get your life, like your degree or find a job or something like so that in case somebody ever leaves you. They can't say that you depend on them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, my mentality has always been, like, work for me. Make sure that I get everything done. Because mm-hmm. I can't, like, if somebody ever, like, if I'm in a relationship and 10, 15 years down the line, they decide to leave me, mm-hmm. I'm not depending on them to survive. Mm-hmm. Like, I could go and get my own apartment and do my own shit still. Mm-hmm. Like, I will be okay kind of thing. You know? Sometimes, let me, let me say this. Mm-hmm. And I, this... Let me say this. <laughs> I Dang feel it. like I feel like that that is true, but it's also our parents pushing their own generational mm. trauma on us. And we're going to talk about that in another episode. Yeah. But that is super true. Yeah. Like and like going going along with Isabel, like me, my parents were different. Like my parents never told me stuff like that, but I did always see my mom um serve my dad dinner every single night. Like, and he always worked midnights. So when he did have dinner with us, she served him first. And then, like, us. You know what I mean? But my mom wasn't really, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, she was, not that she was a feminista, but, like, my mom always worked. And my mom made more money than my dad did because he worked at, not that, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I know he worked in a factory, like, close to our house. Mm-hmm. But, like, and he always worked midnights. He always remained nice my entire life. So, and I don't know if my mom held that over her head, held that over his head that she was a breadwinner instead of them just being like, hey, we both have jobs, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Yeah. And you see, and I never seen that. Mm -hmm. Like the only time my mom serves my dad and that's if Mm -hmm. like the, like that's a big if like for real is if we're like at a family, like. (laughs) barbecue or like Mm. christmas and there's other people around but my mom never serves my dad food Mm. like and so i grew up like that you know Mm. i grew up my dad like if my mom came home from work because she used to work the second shift so she would work from three to twelve so my dad would be the one cooking for like me and my my brother when we were little you know Mm. um but when my mom would cook in the morning like the food and we would eat it like my dad served us, mm-hmm. you know. So I saw like a different thing. So when, but my mom never served. And my mom was too tired to cook, mm-hmm. even later in life. My dad 
it didn't cost him nothing to go and make himself mm-hmm. some huevos con chorizo. Like, it wasn't like, if my wife not here and I ain't going to eat, I'm like, I'm well, sorry for you. My dad, my dad's like, I don't need no woman to cook for me. And, and you know what? He's been doing that with my brothers. Like, Danny and fucking, and oh, Junior, man. like, these kids learn to cook at a very early age because... Well, a lot of reasons, but like, but my parent, my mom's like the other day, my mom's like, Dad, Danny not going to die. He don't get a girlfriend because it's like he be cooking for himself. Good ass food. And then when we went to Florida, I seen Danny cook a big ass fucking like thing of like, where was con chorizo, fucking beans. And she, he's like, you want some, you want some tortilla? Like he was hooking it up. And my brother only 14 years old, my baby brother, you know, so like. It's just been so different. And I remember going to my friend's house for the very first time mm-hmm. and seeing him sit down in the table and seeing her mom serve him. Like, I was, it's crazy to see this, but I was sh- a little shocked because mm-hmm. I was like, what the f-? Because in my mind, I was like, your dad can't get up and serve himself. Like, the mm-hmm. food is right there. But that's how I seen it because that's just how I grew up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes we will eat together. But they're they're both in the kitchen serving plates mm-hmm. to themselves. Like, you know what I mean? But if it's like a Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner, then my mom will be like, you know, que quieres, que te mm-hmm. sirvo, or whatever. And my, and my dad makes sure he make it. Oh, you going to serve <laughs> he makes me? It known. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Miren nomás. Oh, I was like, I was, I was like why do you like this? I'm like, fam, Ernesto, Ernesto liked that. And I had to, I had to tell Ernesto, like, listen. If you eating, fam, you need to pick up your plate. I'm not picking shit up for you. Okay? Like, I already cooked for us. Like, you lucky mm. I brought you your plate because I didn't want to do that. But, like, if you're done eating, take your plate to the fucking kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, I had like I had to, like, tell him, like, hey, I wasn't raised like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, like I, and he'll, and now he says, like, I know, I get it. Like, it's not in either of our faults. We were, we were raised different. I'm like... Mm-hmm. So understand. So now he's more like accepting of like the things. Like sometimes I'm like, come on, pick up after yourself. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, okay. He no longer fights me on that mm-hmm. because it was it was like a, well, like a battle. Like, yeah, and it wasn't like he was like this machista guy. It was more so like this is how he was raised. Mm-hmm. His mom always served him and his brother first, and then herself and whoever else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not me, baby. Uh, sorry, <laughs> like, not Isabel Sanchez at that time, because, <laughs> not, not, Santos. not, not, her, 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 no, but, like, oh, that's just where, like, my mentality comes. But mm-hmm. now that I'm, like, 30-something and I'm fucking tired of working and I'm just like, man. Hey, let me whew. say this. I'm, like, I'm let ready to, this. like, be a fucking... Uh, go to work. I will fucking stay home and cook. It's all right. <laughs> let like, me say this. Any man who's a man will always cook huevos con chorizo. The, the, like, the easy, easy go-to meal. Or papas. Like, yes. Jeremiah will make chorizo and I'm like, what you doing? He's like, I made myself breakfast. He's like, There's, I made you some too. I was like, perfect. <laughs> you know they what I mean? They also know how to make sopa maruchan. maruchans. Yep. My brother be like, he gonna add an egg in that bitch. Like, yes. I, like, we eat eggs in our fucking, we put eggs in our fucking like Jeremiah ramen noodles. <laughs> like, 
when you remember when I was like, you don't put eggs in your ramen noodles? I don't. Jeremiah does. I was like, you missing out. <laughs> put it in there. Mm-mm. I'm like, as you're cooking it, crack a, a egg open, plop, plop. boom. And anyway, I think we're getting off topic. Let's <laughs> <laughs> really um, back in. <laughs> no, but I do. I agree with Isabel, and I feel like I. I I am the same in the same sense. Like, I have always, like, served my kids first and then myself last. And then we all sit together at the table and we eat at the same time. You know what I mean? So, so I so I do get that. Like... Who do you think is served first? Like, in a table? Like, when you, like... Oh, like, oh, shit, oh my sorry. God. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. That's a good one. <laughs> but, like, when you, like, sit at a table and it's, like, the wife, the husband, and the kids. Like, who, who eat first? I have heard a lot of people will say, like, the man because he's the head of the household. Mm-hmm. Then the kids and then the mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> We've been drinking my uncles. <laughs> That's why we're so perfect. Sorry. Oh my god. But maybe y'all can help me answer this question because like I would think like the kids eat first and then like and then the adults. Like, you know, like in my mind, like, okay, let's serve the kids first and then unless they're like teenagers, then it's like y'all can serve yourselves. <laughs> um, I still serve my kids. Like I, but I feel like like if we're like me, Tone and the kids are all sitting down for like a family dinner. Like I'll serve him first, and then I'll serve. Okay. I'll serve the kids for the kids after him. But what I do is like I'll serve all the plates at the same time, and I just put his plate down first, and then Jeremiah, and then Mimi. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you like play them all, yeah. And then you like just take them out to yeah. the table, like in that order. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, but I, I do, and I feel like going back to what I was saying earlier, I feel like. If a man loves and respects you and makes you feel mm-hmm. the same way, like, that is reciprocated, mm-hmm. it is nothing to go out of your way. Like, there's so many days that I take my, my dude some lunch at work because, like, oh, he forgot his lunch or whatever. He works 14-hour days or 12-hour days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, why would I not take him lunch if he wants it? You know what I yeah. mean? Or, you know what I mean? He doesn't do it every day. But even if he did, I'm like, he knows, like, I'm going to pack him a big-ass lunch pack him snacks Uh pack him his drinks so that he has his energy so that he can work he works hard you know what i mean i I want that for him like i want i want to be able to make him feel like damn she cares about me even though he already knows i do yeah you know what i mean but yeah i do i make him his lunches sometimes and i like i know he appreciates that because he's never had a girl do that for him. I'm be like, Shh, you got the right one, baby. Mm. You got the right one. Mm, you waited. You waited. Look, look at God. Look, look at God. At, look at how God bless us. Look at us. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Like, yeah. and, and that's it. And so, like, I feel like because of that, like, I always had to, like, I had to, how do I put this? I feel like because I, I feel like I've always had this feminist mentality in my mm-hmm. mind, which I guess could... Which is ironic because feminist mentality is more of a masculine energy type shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're right. Which is opposite, which is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so in a sense, it's like I had this like masculine like energy where it's like, mm, I'm not doing shit for you. You could do it your damn self type mm-hmm. of stuff. Like, we both fucking work, we both fucking do things. I realized like it's okay to let some of that stuff. Like, it's it's okay to be, like, lenient on some of that for the mm-hmm. right person. You know, and then there is times where it's, like, I have to learn, like, I'm not my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't have to be my mom 
or how my mom was is or was with my dad with my husband now. Mm-hmm. But that's so hard for me to unlearn. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm making progress, I feel like, but it's yeah. so hard for me to unlearn that because that's just, like, 20-some years of my life I spent looking mm-hmm. at that, you know? And that's a hard thing to do is unlearning. It is. It's, it's a hard. hard thing to do is unlearn how you were, if, if you don't agree with how you were raised or you mm-hmm. don't agree with... Or you something realize in your childhood, that like things were wrong. Yeah, something yeah. that I learned in your childhood is like something I learned about your childhood is that if you look back at it, what would you do different? Mm-hmm. Okay, then that's the stuff you have to unlearn. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff, a lot of the yeah. stuff that hurt you. You yeah. know what I mean? And I feel like unlearning that, unlearning like how to be a mom, or unlearning how to be a wife, or unlearning mm-hmm. how to be. Such a feminista. It's hard. Yes, it is. It's, it's hard. hard because, like, being, like, the, having this masculine energy, like, it was. Like, a lot of people saw it, like, as, like, ooh, Isabel is never going, like, she don't let herself talk about by no man, no person. You know, it's, like, I get it. But now I'm, like, in a place where it's, like, damn, like... I like I sometimes when I do like lunch for Ernesto, so, like do I pack him? I know he likes coke, so I pack mm-hmm. him like a coke, some chips. Make sure that he has tortillas in there mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? But it's like it's crazy because I remember when he used to work with my dad. Like he like and like I will like people will pack him stuff or like I will pack him stuff or like uh, the other man in there like will get. Like regular lunch or something like that, mm-hmm. they'd be like, "Ay, mira este, like he got his woman on lockdown." Like mm-hmm. it's like, what the fuck? Like just because you got a lunch, yeah. like and that's the type of shit that is like, that used to be like, no, like you don't got nobody on fucking lockdown type <laughs> shit. But like, why did that even matter to me? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, why did that matter if like they're not in our home type mm-hmm. shit? You know? So I had to like, I'm learning to be like, okay, receptive to mm-hmm. like, hey. I know my place as a wife and this is what and this is how I want to do things different in my marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, however, me and Ernesto, we're not perfect. We're not like in the best of places. So like it's like a whole bunch of stuff that goes into play with me and my marriage right now. Mm-hmm. Right. But if we were like at a place where it's like everything is great and now, and now I'm just like. Okay, I guess I'm gonna be a little bit more submissive to him, and like I'm a, I'm gonna prepare. But now, like sometimes I'll tell him like, hey, I'll call him from work, and I'm like, hey, if you get home from work early, go buy the meat or whatever, and like I'll come home and cook, mm-hmm. you know. And then I'll come home and like, I'll, if I cook something, he'll be like, I just feel bad because like you've been working, and I feel like I instilled that in him, kind of shit. Like mm-hmm. you know, like now he feels bad that I'm cooking when it's like it's okay, I want to cook, mm-hmm. like. We both need to eat type mm-hmm. of shit. You know what I mean? And I had to see... I think me seeing it that way made me feel a little better about it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not cooking just because he want to eat. Like, I'm cooking because <laughs> we both need to eat. And I'm tired. <laughs> like, we both need to get healthier. And we need to mm-hmm. do things. And, like, you know, maybe dinner time will be our time for bonding and talking and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry, I got to call fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's where I'm at with that. And I just, mm-hmm. like, I'm glad... That I started to realize, like, hey, feminism sometimes, like, it's not all great. Because you truthfully have to be, like, like I feel like, femi- like hardcore feminists, like, are mad. They're right. 
the people mm-hmm. on the fucking video are right. Like, they, why are you always so mad? <laughs> like, why are you always so mad? Like, you mad for shit that you didn't even have to go through. Uh-huh. Like, you got to be grateful that the women that went through that shit went through it so that you are here protesting, bitch. Mm-hmm. You got the right to do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, be thankful for things like that. You know, like, don't be so angry at, like, hearing somebody else's opinion sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when somebody's like, man, you act like, you act like you're the man. And, like, it's so the fuck if I am. Yeah. Like, you I know? Feel, I feel like for me, like, like I was saying, I had so many years where I had to <coughs> do it both, like, be a man, be the mom and the dad. And it's, like, now that I am with my mm. boyfriend, you know what I mean? Mm. That I, I just carry that energy with me. Yes, you're right. You know what I mean? And I, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like <clears throat> I truthfully, like, it wasn't until maybe around the same time or even when I got with my boyfriend that I started to tap into that feminine yeah. energy because I truly do feel like he showed me like it's okay like that you could trust him yeah that I was able to trust yeah. him from the beginning like and that's that, beautiful. that he cares about me that he doesn't just care about me he cares about my kids and that he can lead us as yeah. a man you know what I mean and I'm trusting him cause like he uh, like I forget the analogy I was gonna use right now, but I just feel like it's okay, and it's okay to trust the right man. It's mm-hmm. okay to put your trust in him and let him lead you for him to be the head and me to be for me to be the neck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's just me. Like th- those are just my personal personal p- opinion. You know what I mean? Like I know a lot of women don't agree with that, and that's fine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's fine with women that are like, I don't need a man. I can do it all on my own. Go ahead, boo. I've done that for years, and yes. your girl exhausted. It's tiring. Exhausted. It's like, it's tiring, and yeah. I don't even have kids, so I can't even imagine how much more tired you are. <laughs> You're like, like with anybody, like, yeah. you know, like, I, I can I can see, like, mm-hmm. that relief or, like, that breath of fresh air type of thing, you know, yeah. that, like, you feel like having a person that you finally could de- depend on because, yeah. like, they let you to see that. Like, you could depend on mm-hmm. me. It's okay. You're no longer alone. You could, you mm-hmm. got me. Like, or so, just you know being what I mean? with someone who's responsible or accountable yes. or that you can depend on, that it, it's refreshing. Like, yeah. literally, stuff that does not cost not one cent. Not one penny. A man being respectful, caring, like, Caring about you, one hundred percent. Yes, yes, 100%. 100%. yes, treating you like a lady. Like money don't got nothing to yes. do with it. Type shit. And like, all of these know. morals don't cost not one mm-hmm. penny. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're you flashing money and all kinds of stuff like that. That don't even nothing. do nothing to me. Like absolutely I'm like okay, like you know, like sometimes like <laughs> Ernesto will fuck around and say like, oh, you like go with somebody that got money i'm like bitch i got my own money like i mean i don't call him a bitch but in my mind i'm like um no like why the fuck would that even matter to me when i feel like i i work and i do my own stuff like you know what i mean i'll be okay like so to me it's like like flashy things are just not Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I mean, I'm pretty sure. Like, but I don't think those things attract us. Mm-hmm. Like, not at our age. Not especially, with, yeah. Especially because I've always, ever since yes. I was 15, if I ever wanted it, I bought it. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was fucking 15, mm-hmm. my mom told me, "I don't have money to buy you the things that you want. 
Go get a job. And get it if you want it. And I started working at IHOP. I was so, like, you want a phone? You better fucking yes. give me $30 every month. Start and, working at Burger And I was buying my <laughs> own stuff, like my own clothes, and I was helping my mom pay the bills at 15. That's why I'm just like, dude, like, to me, I feel like... And that's another thing, like making kids start working at such a young age. Come on, dude. Like let them enjoy being kids. Being kids. But that's yeah. for another day. <laughs> yeah. Um no, yeah. but going back to that, I do like I I truly do feel like Okay. I truly do feel like it took me a long time to get here. Mm-hmm. A long time. A very long time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very, but I'm here. <laughs> I'm here and I made it and I thank God. But I... Mm-hmm. It took the right man to show me that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know what? It also took the wrong ones. Yes. Because if it wasn't for the wrong ones, that you would not have known what you don't like in a man. Mm-hmm. Like things that you're not willing to accept. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like I see it that way too. It's like, yeah, I always take the right man, but it's like... You also know you at this point in your life when you met Tone, like mm-hmm. you knew what you were not willing to fucking take, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like so it was more so like what, like I already know what I can offer. I mm-hmm. already know what I'm bringing to a home. Mm-hmm. What are you helping me with? It has to be something that's going to add to me, not make me struggle or make me mm-hmm. work and stuff like that. And like because you knew what you didn't like in somebody. It made it so much easier to know when someone was the right person. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I feel like that's how I see how that's how I seen it. Mm-hmm. Like from the outside looking in kind of thing. You know what I mean? Oh, about me? Yeah. Oh. But I yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> because like I just I remember like seeing like when you like um you didn't really have a lot of boyfriends when I I've known you. But like the I time don't. that you did like had like, you know, something kind of serious, like it was more so like do you really think that's for you? <laughs> you know, it's, like, listen, Isabel really <laughs> told me, she's like, I was going to marry this man, a different, like one of my exes. And Isabel was like, mm, all right, bitch, let's, let's, let me tell you about it. Let me tell you what's going on. Let me tell you about yourself. Like, and if it wasn't Isabel, like truly telling me about myself in this situation, I would have married the wrong man. Cause Tone going marry me. But uh, I'm just yeah. saying, but I'm just saying like, and this was years ago, but it's yeah, still it like, Isabel was like, girl, come on. You know what I mean? So she did. She had to tell me like, she opened my eyes to that situation. I'm like, bitch, you're right. Bitch, you're right. Like, it, and it's tight. And that's something that like, I've said it before. Like, I love our friendship that we're able to yeah. have that conversation. Like, we're able to be like, all right, let me sit you down real quick. And mm-hmm. we've always said like, nobody likes having that mirror yeah it's hard to, to hear that yeah. and you know what like it's also hard to say it like because you i know me like i don't want to hurt nobody's feelings like i'm not doing it like it's different when you're saying somebody to someone you love and like mm-hmm. you're really trying to like not hurt their feelings as opposed to somebody that's mm-hmm. malicious and saying mm, bitch or mm-hmm. whatever like you know and so it's always hard to say mm-hmm. yeah it's hard to hear about yourself but it's also hard to tell somebody about themselves because you're mm-hmm. like I hope I don't hurt your feelings. I hope that you understand where I'm coming from. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's always, like, those both things. So, like, when you truly care for somebody, it's, like, always, like, it's hard to hear it, but it's also hard to say it, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. You know? Um, but I agree. But, I, but I'm glad that you are where you are now, and I'm glad that you're tapping into your whole feminine energy because it, it's so cool to see you, like, be like, mm, Tom got it. Or, like, you know, no, Tony's planning something for us. I like that. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, like, 
you're finally have someone that like is matching your energy type mm-hmm. shit. You know, so and that's yeah. cool. That's cool to see from like seeing like from seeing you from like 16, 17 year old Rebecca. And Isabel you know knew. I, mean? I don't know if you guys know this, but Isabel knew my ex husband. Mm-hmm. Like she was there when we were dating. So I was eighteen. Yeah, but yeah. I also didn't know what I was doing at that time. She didn't. <laughs> Me and her <laughs> husband used to smoke, so I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, he cool. <laughs> Even though he wasn't, but he was. He wasn't. I was like, but, no, it's cool. He cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool for Isabel to see me from that to mm-hmm. this now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it is. It's it, a nice evolution. To see. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Metamorphosis. <laughs> Mariposa de barrio. <laughs> Jay Rivera, bitch. Uh-huh. Man, this one knock off and making you feel like I'm drinking tequila. What's in this? <laughs> Contains vodka. Never mind. <laughs> hey, we're going to have to re-record this. No, no, no! This is such a no. great episode. Oh, no, my. we're not. But I'm just saying, like, I love... Let me just end by saying this. Yes. I feel like... tap, And if you... You don't need a man to tap into your feminine energy. No. You don't. But it's cool to just be like, all right. Like, I'm sorry I was angry for so long. And you have to make peace with that. Yeah. You have to make peace with that anger. Because if you're going to sit here and be an angry, bitter woman for all your, for your life, for however, however long. But I just feel like you're only hurting yourself. You're wasting so much time. Yeah. Life is so short. You're only hurting yourself yeah. being angry and And the stuff. people around you, like if you have kids and stuff like that, you're hurting them too. Yeah. Like, you know, like they see, they... Kids are, listen, I work with kids, and the stories that these kids tell me, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, kids notice everything. Mm-hmm. Even, like, the things that their parents probably don't think they notice. Mm-hmm. Like, they come they come and they tell me. I'm sitting there like, damn, you sure you want to tell me that? Like, but, like, I'm just listening. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just a vessel. Like, they, they want to say it. They trust me. I just, I'm just like, oh, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, kids feel what their parents are feeling. Mm-hmm. Even though we feel like as adults, like we're hiding it mm-hmm. well. And it's like know? something I learned as a parent is that we are their very first teacher. V- yes. And even please. though, even though, just like Isabel said, yes. just because we're not saying it doesn't mean that they don't feel it. They don't feel they, they do. see everything. They're smart. Even when you think they're not watching you, they're watching. They are. They hear you. They hear how you talk to your friends. How you talk exactly. How you talk to your significant other, dad, stepdad, whatever. How you treat the homeless. They. How you treat people like waitresses. Yeah. Anybody. But they also see how you treat the siblings. Yeah. Because some parents be treating siblings different. Yeah. And I only know that because of the stories that I've been told by my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, but like it's like, damn. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. So what I'm saying, you know what? I wish. Oh, excuse me. I wish that we would have asked a guy. Because, like, what is it like? Because, you know what? Men, it probably must be hard on men to always feel like they have to be, like, the leader of the pack. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, to 100% feel like they always have all this, like, weight on their shoulder. Like, they're the one, They're the protectors. They're the providers. They're the ones that have to do everything and all of this. And then, like, it must be nice for them to feel getting taken care of. Mm-hmm. By like, like to be appreciated. Yes, to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Getting a bag rub, mm-hmm. getting a massage with their wife, getting their lunch fixed. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I feel like what? I should probably do more often that. For- <laughs> <laughs>
Damn. No, it's <laughs> I'm all like, oh shit, I feel bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think with that we can end. <laughs> we gonna end this though, cause like this is the Monaco. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoyed our episode on this. I know we kind of like went off the rails a little bit, but think about it. Yeah. For yourself, like, where do you think you stand? Like, what are some things that you were thinking? Like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I had, like, this masculine or feminine energy in me or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know? And let us know how you feel. Let us know, yeah. like, your opinions, your comments, your concerns. Like, do we, you... We love the feedback that you guys we, give us. We do. We absolutely like, do. if you... Like, if someone messages us and they're like, oh, my God, I love your episode. We, we love email, that. We, t- we email. We text each other. Yes. We call each other and we're like, bitch, did you hear this? Like, I'm like, repost it. Repost it. Yeah. Like, we... Because we are... You know, we're still babies at this, yeah. at this podcasting. And, like, so we do, we absolutely love, like, the feedback and everything that comes around mm-hmm. with, like, the episodes because um, we just enjoy doing it. Yeah, we like, do. Like, we do. I really enjoy doing stuff like this. And, and it's cool that we're there. hmm Yeah. So, that being said, y'all enjoy this weekend. Be careful. Have fun. I feel like I'm, like, talking to, like, my friends. I am. <laughs> Uh, you are. And until the next one, guys. Until the next time. This is episode 13? Yeah. Episode 13, y'all. All right. Bye. Bye.